I have got Simba with me in studio. Simba, hi and welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Simba, has anyone told you? He, I mean, you're going to hear him speak a little bit more, but I've had the pleasure of already hearing his voice. And he sounds a little bit like Barry White. Like, have you ever been told that you sound like Barry White? This is easy. This is the first time. No one's ever said that. But do people kind of tell you that you've got like this kind of like voice with, you know, that's very interesting. It's got character. No. Really, I'm the only one. <laughs> oh my God. Well, there's a start to everything. Um, Simba was sharing with me before we um, went live that he's, um, he's a student. How old are you? 28. He's 28 years old and he's a student at the local university in Zimbabwe, the University of Zimbabwe, the main and oldest university that we've got in Zimbabwe. And he changed his program from to economics. So Simba, you've gone from health yeah. to money. Yeah, yeah, you've got to tell us why. Well, at some point, um, you know, you, you want to make money. <laughs> and I saw how our veterinary, our hospitals were, were struggling with it. Um, they were letting go of doctors and they don't perform half the procedures they teach you in school. Is this for all health sites? Because when I think ve like animals and people, yeah. The same, like in terms of doctors being let go, you're speaking specifically to the vet space. I'm speaking specifically to the vet space. Okay. Yeah, so I'll give you an example. Yeah. Um, your dog gets um, hip dysplasia. The surgery to fix that would cost $400. Right. And people would opt to put the dog down for $50 oh. Oh, wow. and buy a new puppy for $200. So, so it's two fifty as compared to four hundred. Two four hundred. Oh wow! And yeah, the, the industry suffers. Okay. So you end up just doing routine vaccinations, and anything more than that is a bit of a stretch. Oh okay. So you were worried that there's just you didn't see a future. No, I didn't. And you didn't plan on leaving Zimbabwe. Because um, most people your age planned. Planned. Yeah. Uh, no, I wasn't planning on leaving. Wow, that is so cool. So tell me why. Like, you see a future for yourself here in, in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe yeah. That's awesome. Tell me about that. I want to hear this. Um, well, I feel like there's more money to be made in Zimbabwe. If, <laughs> if you leave um, for the same job, mm -hmm. you probably make more money on paper. Uh, your account number will have more zeros. But um, there's the cost of living elsewhere increases when you're not at home. I, I think just being able to speak your, your language, yeah. you, you overcome some, some, let's say, prices. Like, I know even here in Zimbabwe, you yeah. get charged differently um, where you go, or even in the same place, if you go and you speak nicely and they're like, oh, okay, it costs $20. <laughs> and if you're lucky, someone comes back and they buy the same product for $5. <laughs> so, I need to I need to spend more time with you and, and find where I can get something that's twenty bucks or five bucks because I speak nicely. Okay, but the, I'm really encouraged that we have we we have young people that see a future in our country because the more what what is what is more out there is I I need I need to get a plan to get out of this country because the grass is greener yeah, yeah. on the other side. So it's a really refreshing view. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I really don't think it's green on the other side. I think, yeah, the devil you know, maybe 
is better. Is better yeah. Well, I mean, you've moved to economics because you you're saying and that's where the the, the money's at. Um, yeah, so you wanna, true. what are your plans? Are you gonna, you know, we're all entrepreneurs now in Zim, hey? Um, yeah. Um, I tried the whole entrepreneur thing. The hustle. Yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not for me. Super. I, I think I'm happy doing an eight to five sure. and getting a steady paycheck. Great. I think it's good to know your lane and yeah. be comfortable to to grow in it because you know if you are if you're there and you're committed and you're on your race and you're in your lane, still the sky is, is the limit. Just a little bit. Yeah. So our conversation really is, is centered around men's health um, okay. today, Super. So tell me what what do you think uh, what's men's health to you? Um, I think there are two aspects. Sure. There's the, the physical aspect of mental health and then there's a mental aspect of mental health. Mm. And, that's, and then the physical aspect is probably, um, you know, the vitals, the medicine, do you have diabetes, mm. blood pressure, mm. all of that. And then mental problems is, is basically what you go through by yourself. Mm. What your thought process and how you deal with situations and how that affects your joy, your mood at the end of the day. Mm. Okay. So as a person who has been in biological sciences, um, like, I mean, I know it was around um, the animal space, but I'm sure you must have learned a bit of both sides, like at the very beginning. Is that a bad yeah. assumption? Uh, no, no, no. It's, 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 it's a bad Even assumption. The end, it's, it's very parallel. It's they, very they, parallel. they draw similarities in almost every course that you do. That um, in the human, this would be malaria, and a dog instead of mosquitoes, they gave the right test. Right. So they, they really try. So they Yeah, like, yeah, they do parallels. Okay. So there's been a lot of, um, there's a lot of amplification around, um, I think, the mental, um, the mental aspect. Um, COVID, I think, really reset the world in, in, in many ways. And people started talking a lot around mental health. And there's been quite a focus around female um, and mental health, um, or maybe it's because females are just more, more, more expressive. So my question is really around two aspects. I've been told that guys don't even like to talk about things like diabetes or I've got blood pressure, just even physical issues. Like they'll go to a doctor and they say, I don't know why I'm here, yeah. but I'm good. You know, I like it's crazy that I'm even sitting here just from a physical perspective, um, let alone the, the, the mental space. But having studied and kind of been taught that what what are the like what's your experience or what is what are the stats around just in Zim from a, a mental health perspective or even men seeking treatment for prostate and all those things? Uh, I think the best word I can use is there's, there's a bit of a stigma around that. Both physical and mental? Both physical and mental. Wow. Um, I have a friend who's pregnant of ankle and he literally said to me, I'll walk it off. Oh my gosh. And I told him, don't be silly, let's go to the doctor and get a cast. <laughs> Why would anyone want to do that? <laughs> Like, I don't know what experience people have in hospitals or they just don't want to go. But he was very adamant he didn't want to go. He was happy just walking it off. He's like, I'll just stay off it. So is Zim, is, okay, in Zim, yeah. do you think that's a cost thing or it's just, again, a, 
a state of mind that even physically might I'm not gonna get checked out. Like I'm very confused why someone would want to walk off his brain. I think it's a bit of both. But for my friend, it wasn't a cost thing. He was happy going to the pharmacy and self-medicating, self-diagnosis, and he's like, no. I don't need to pay $40 to get told that my ankle hurts. I know it hurts. I'd rather just go to the pharmacy and get painkillers and walk it off. Wow. So I had to convince him, like, I'll come pick you up. Let's just go and let's hear what the doctor says. Right. Yeah. And it ended up being a bit more complicated than just the sprained ankle. Mm. And we're happy that he went to see the doctor. Okay, wow. I think that's quite that's quite extreme. Why um why are you guys like that? <laughs> it's, it's like if your blood pressure is high, like why would you not go and get it checked out? I, I don't know. I think there's that like I said earlier, the stigma where you think you want to just hang out or do what you're meant to be doing and you feel like it's just blood pressure, it's just only the way I will I'll pop a pill or I'll run tomorrow morning. I'll be fine. Let me just do this and then let me focus on what I'm meant to be doing. Wow. Okay. So that's on the physical side. So yeah. there's 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 still a, a bit of discomfort still in, in men seeking treatment um, for physical ailments, let yeah. alone mental. So stats show in the continent that while men's suicide rates are higher, women's mental health issues are talked about more. Why, why is that? And is, is, can you draw a parallel? Because that's continental to Zim. And I probably am putting you on the spot, but it's really because you did health sciences and you're involved in sort of that space. Um, what I think it is, if you ask a lady, what's wrong? She can tell you, I'm not okay. Um, you know, I'm having trouble with my husband or my son is sick or we can't make school fees this month. If you ask the husband of said lady, he'll tell you I'm fine. He will neglect to say that, oh, my son is sick and I have $5 in my pocket. Mm -hmm. I need $200 to make things move. He, he won't say that. Um, he'll give you a thumbs up. I'm fine. I'll be okay. And at some point, this, I'm sure it eats at, at people who go through this. And at some point, they, that's when we end up having a suicide. Mm. So I think with, with women, it's easier for them to talk about it. I, I don't want to blame society, mm. but usually people blame society. It's easier to blame society. Okay, it's interesting you say you don't want to blame society. So mm. where, what has led to that space where men give you a thumbs up when it really should be a thumbs down or a red flag. Um, so back to society, right? So the reason why I don't want to take society mm. is like you can't really touch society. You can't mm. be like a random person walking down the road is like you're the reason why I'm going through this. Mm. But it, it takes one person who comes to you one day and is like, hey Simba, um, how come you're in a Zuko? Why where's your car? Shouldn't you have a car by now? You're 28, mm. you should have a degree by now. Right. And then at some point, this it, it's a thought that someone leaves in your head. And the mental aspect is you're thinking about this by yourself. You never say it out loud. You don't tell anyone that, oh, no, I'm probably going through this. And eventually this eats up at you. And it's not the one person who's asking you. Mm -hmm. it's, it's another, an uncle, an aunt, uh, maybe your mom. She says, yo, what's your plan? What are you planning to do with this? Mm -hmm. And because you're a man, you can't say, oh no, can I have a hug? 
can you please talk to me? I need this. <laughs> you just like, no, I have a plan. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm working on. Okay. Uh, that's what you say out loud. Right. But, but deep down, wow. you know what you're going through. You so deep down, thoughts. what are you going through and what are your thoughts? Your thoughts are, they, they're all over the place. They're mm. like, I got this. I, I can handle this. And then on the other end, they're like, dude, I don't what's going this. on? I don't have this. Can I just sleep? Can I sleep and not wake up? Right. And I'm sure that's what's going on with, with, with most guys. Okay. And so do you think that there's more pressure um, in our culture? And I'm going to say our culture, Zimbabwean. Yeah. Um, I'm not allowed for you to speak for the rest of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> But let's let's bring it down closer to home um, in terms of Zim. Is there more pressure, do you think, on our black Zimbabwean men than other cultures that live within with uh, within within our borders? I think so. But also for most cultures, um, the men is, the men are the guys who are supposed to hold it down for the family. They're supposed to go work, bring money. They're supposed to be, even when the wife is going through something, she goes to her husband and he's like, okay, I, let's talk about this or let me handle, let me solve your problem. Mm. Um, men usually are meant to have solutions, really problems. Mm. You can't go to your wife with a Yo. problem in our culture. Sure. You can't go and be like, uh, wife, um, I'm going through this. She'd no. be like, ah, I have my marriage. Mind if you don't know, Saka. How are we going to fix this? Right. You're the father of the house. And from that, you're just by yourself. Mm. You you don't have anyone you can go to. Some people are fortunate enough to be to, to be able to open up to their parents. Mm. They can go to their dad, the mm. brothers. Mm. And they can talk and be like, oh, I have this problem. Mm. But also in that context, you go in, you're looking for a male figure mm. to, to like uh, patronage, right? That's yeah, when yeah. you go to the baba of the house, mm. you go to the father, the seguru, that's who you go see. No one encourages you to go see the mom of the house the, mm. or your sister. It's, yeah. it's just you and you're like, this is my problem. Mm. And half the time, whoever you talk to is like, come on, you're a man. Man up. <laughs> man up yes. Yo. How are you going through this? Like, can you be serious? Wow. Yeah. So there, I feel like also there's a handful of problems that you can present. Um, usually financial. Um, can I have two hundred dollars? Yeah, there you go. Uh, what's going on? Eh, don't worry about it. I'll pull it down. Um, you can't go and say I had a bad day. My boss yelled at me. You can't go to, you can't even go to your dad and like, oh, I just want to cry. Wow. My boss yelled at me. Why is that so crazy to be able to do? Like, why is that word can't be? Why can't you go? Why can't you go to your mates? Or why can't you go to your dad and say, yo, work today was just the pits? Why can't? Why that word can't? Um, and maybe there's a version where you can, where maybe you go after work and then let's say you're having drinks and you can be like ah guys i had a really tough day at work today and they're like yeah all of us and then that's pretty much the whole conversation you have that's it that matter. yeah that's the whole chat and you're done and are you good but then it's still there it lingers in your head so next what day. happens with the lingering thoughts they, they build they build the next day she yells the, your boss yells at you louder 
it's, it's about more, it's about yesterday and then today there's, there's new stuff to yell about. And you go, if you have it, if it's alcohol, you have even more drinks. You, you now have addiction, you have an addiction, let's, let's call it that. You know if she yells, I drink, your mind associates the two. And next time you're stressed, you, you won't even be bummed. And the first thing that you do after a really hard day is you find your addiction, whatever addiction you have, if it's alcohol, that's where you're running to it. You're like, I'll have, instead of three drinks, today I'm having six, I'm having eight. And that's what happens. And then these problems, when things manifest, it's, mm. it's going to be, oh no, Simba had a drinking problem. Right. No one will actually trace it back to, no, <laughs> Simba had a really terrible boss and he felt emasculated every day at work. It, it comes out with the drinking and whatever follows up after the drinking. If it's the money that goes away, that's usually the case. And the bad health, the bad physical health, it, it really just ties up. And yeah. it's like a whole chain of destruction sure. that starts from you not confronting the actual problem yeah. and just finding an outlet for that problem. What's a healthy way? What's a healthy option? Is there? to deal with such yeah because you I mean obviously this is something that is going to happen over a period of time like it's not going to be a day or two days it's going to be over months or a year and you're just going through this um, and you find your vice like you said you find your coping mechanism and it's drinking because it helps you does it help you feel like a man because you mentioned the word demasculine I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but that's your experience. That's your takeout of the yeah. conversation or the shouting of your boss, right? Yeah. And the conversation with your friends is so, like, on the surface. It's he had a bad day at work. She, yeah. she, she shouted at me. Yeah. You will probably say a couple of not-so-savory words. Yeah. Laugh. And that's it. But yeah, the next day it happens. So it's yeah. building, 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 yeah. right? And then manifests like a drinking problem, like you said. It's not yeah. a judgment system that's got a drinking problem. That's, that's why he's going to work. He needs to stop drinking. Yes, he needs to stop and drinking. It's not that simple. Yeah, and there's a whole there's a whole thing behind it. Um, a whole story behind it. What is the alternative? Is there an alternative route um, in the story? People have different people have different um, outlets. So some go to drinking. Drinking is easier for most people because it numbs, let's say, the pain. It's, it's, it's meant to numb it, you forget about your current problems. You wake up, they're still there. But you're more worried, you're less in a hangover. And even when the boss is here, you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not even here, so I'm, you're not really yelling at me. Um, some people, I know some most people, um, a handful of people who go to church, some people will pray about it, fast, sing, worship. Um, some people exercise, um, run, go to the gym. Uh, it just depends what what works with. Some people can try, like you can try going to the gym, but it won't work for you. Like you just did, you're like, okay, um, I feel better on the outside, but on the inside, I still feel like trash. Right. Yeah. And talking is not an option. Is therapy an option? Therapy is, is an option, but I know a lot of people in therapy, and all of them are women. 
So what is the challenge? There's a gap between what's going on in your head mm-hmm. and what you actually say out, what That's you so use your words to say. And for guys, that gap is very, it's larger. I think it's larger than for the ladies. That is so interesting. So I want to pause there. And I want you to repeat that because <laughs> that's quite interesting. Like it's the first time I'm hearing that. Okay. So say it again and slowly and just really need to unpack it now. All right. There's... A gap between what's going on in your mind, in your head, and what you actually say out. So my thoughts and my words, yes. different. Very different. Wow. You you have you have ten let's say ten gigabytes of thoughts, uh, your thought process, all of that, and you're only saying two hundred megabytes. Like, sure. That's that's what's coming out. The rest is just there, it's just in your head, it's stored in your head. And is it stored in a place where it's on pause or it's stored in a place where it is continuously playing? It's, it, it keeps playing. You, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shelf that you can close at some point, you can open it, um, retrieve some data out of it, put it back. But at some point, the shelf is full. You can't find what you're looking for and you can't close it anymore. It's just there, it's just full and it's got all this randomness from 10 years ago, from 20 years ago, from five minutes ago, it's just there. And the randomness, is it the randomness of, you have to have the solution, you're the man. Uh, yes. Is it the randomness of, you? why can't you do anything properly? Like, it's what is so difficult about putting this file there yeah. or whatever like yeah. that that's that's the that it's just um so it's a collection of negative things you, yeah it's right. a negative spot, something that upsets you something that triggers you and you're just there to like i'm not gonna handle this and you just put it in the shelf wow so i'm gonna so i've done a bit of counseling in fact i, I do counseling and there's a very definite connection between our thoughts our words and our actions you're telling me that guys have a hot wire around that where what they're thinking or what their thoughts are that conversation that mental conversation is disconnected to what they say and therefore they're acting yes. like there's a hot wire which yes. is blowing my mind right now because yeah you, you act one way you say one thing but you feel differently about that sure and I'm stumped. <laughs> I'm genuinely stumped. What, from your perspective and your viewpoint, do we close that gap? Um, I think we just need to. How do you handle it? I, I try to speak more. I try to reduce the gap. 
Um, the entire way, I think it's okay to say I do not have the solution. So what are we going to do collectively rather than how am I supposed to fix this problem? Mm. It's, it's more of a team. I try to make it a team effort. Uh, it's the problem affects everyone, all of us. So instead of me addressing the problem alone, how can we all address this problem? Can we pull resources? Um, as much as I'm the man, can you, my sister or my mom, can you do this? And we work with that and someone else does something and it adds up and hopefully it's enough to get a solution. Right. Yeah. Do you do the same with, um, with your family? Uh, sorry, that was your family. Do you do yeah. the same with your friends? With my friends? Yeah. Um, with my friends, yes. Um, so yeah, so it's also like one of those things. So you could be out or you could be on a drive. And if, they, if it's one guy and three girls and there's a flat tire, everyone is happy to let the guy chase the tire. Yes. Everyone can be like, even the guy half the time doesn't mind, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> is this is, so this is like on a physical level. Yes. But, so this is part of the problem solving. Um, talking, even. Um, the guy who I'm assuming is the driver is going to pay for the talking. It's, it's where people just naturally delegate responsibilities but to yes. the guys. Yeah. Oh my god, is that wrong? It's not wrong. Um, we, we're used to it, but then this is where most of this stuff comes. I see where you're coming. So, when I'm like, I can't afford to pay the tour gate, can someone else give me to the dollar for the tour? I am judging you exactly, even I'm judging myself. So, now later on, someone comes through like 10 weeks later and they're like, But Simba, what's wrong with you? I thought you were mad, you can't even pay for tour gates. Wow. <laughs> it could have been 10 toll gates and you missed one but the, the that narrative one that one toll gate that you missed sure. is the one that's oh you know man and the statements like this I don't know if it's our ego if it's that macho masculinity stuff that you then get like but I'm a man it's just one toll and you can't even help them like guys it was just one toll gate yeah. I, I think for this I think for nine no it's that one toll gate you failed I'm feeling so bad right now because I have that thing that if there's the two of us and there's my partner there that I'm just like, dude, you're going to pay the toll gate. I'm feeling so bad right now because why can't I, like, what's wrong with me it's doing really, it? It's, it's a toll gate, the same dollar that I'm being judged for, for not making, that someone else ended up paying for, could have, could have just paid for it and be like, guys, let's go, let's keep moving. Wow. But there's this whole thing where people expect you. No one says it in words that mm. you as a guy, the bill is here, please pay. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't pay the bill, like he's a scrub. And... <laughs> exactly, done. Thank you. And it's done. You're getting half as many dates as you did. Oh my God. If not zero, you're like, ah, oh, don't play with him. He's got no money. He's not going to pay the bill. He's not a man, yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so how can. What, what do we need to do as the women in, in society, in your life, your sister, your girlfriend, your mom, your aunt? What do we need to do to help, to facilitate making that bridge a little bit, you know, close that gap a little bit so that it enables you to say, I need help. Because right now, you're saying, I can't say that. Like, society doesn't allow me to say, I need help, guys. It doesn't. It doesn't. 
Um, we, I don't know, you, for ladies, it's easier to not say that I'm the one who pays the bills. Because I've noticed with, with ladies, if they can and if they're in a position to take care of a man, they do not do it in the most graceful way. They, they want everyone to know that, oh, you see that car is driving? I, I bought it. it. Oh my God. Wow, <laughs> ladies, this is deep. So when we are in a position to help out, we're not graceful about it. There are, some people may be graceful, uh, but the situations I've seen. Sure. Um, after a breakup, oh yeah, can I have my shoes back? Those Jordans that you love, yeah, I've bought you. No, it's supposed to be I've seen <laughs> And it's so bad, we're, okay, um, so like guys will never, like maybe the guys who are paying like that, but they, if they're doing something for their partner, they won't make the same noise that I've heard, that I've seen, where they're like, ah, if it wasn't for me, um, you know, Daddy would be catching comedies, would be on public transport right now. But I got him a car, and yeah. And also, like, because, yeah, people cheat, right? If someone cheats, it's like, how dare he cheat on me with the car that I bought, on the cell phone that I bought for him? All that nonsense. And it can never be just, oh, no, you're a terrible husband, you cheated on me. It's, it's files after files. And that emasculate that emasculating that happens affects affects the guy in, in a way that I don't think a lot of ladies will understand. So if we're in a position so here's what I'm hearing. Ladies, if you're in a position to help your partner, if you're in a position to help your brother, uh, be graceful yeah. about it. Because right. we're there to help each other out. Whatever role you are in that person's life you could be a partner you could be an uncle you could be a brother yeah. be graceful Just about it yeah, okay. so that's 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 a good start okay. that's a good start and um yeah just encourage you the men around you to talk to talk more often um genuinely ask if they're okay uh if they tell you they are then you're like are you sure like um, i saw your car's got a, a you know those bumps I mean, on the tire. Yes. Um, I have a friend who changes his tires. I can get that out of the way for you. Mm. Like, there will still probably chances that they'll be like, I'm fine. But insist, just look. Sometimes you know what's wrong. Like, um, school fees, for example, where the dad has to pay school fees. And the mom is there every day. Have you paid the school fees? Have you paid the school fees? Have you paid the school fees? She knows he hasn't paid. But that constant echo is that reminder when you know, when you could be like, okay, what can we do to pay the school fees? Do we need to go to the school together mm. and to ask for an extension? Mm. Um, it's always, where's the school fees money? Where's the school fees money? After that, it's another problem. Maybe um, we need tomatoes in the house. We need meat. Uh, the kids are going for a trip. We need to pay for this. We need to do this. Mm. Half the time, they know the earning capacity of their partner, but the expectations are usually wider than that. And because he's a man, he's not going to say, oh, I can't afford this. This is way out of my budget. He's like, okay, baby, I'll make a plan. Let's, let's do this. Um, I need a couple of days. He goes, he works, he does some things, probably gets his hands dirty. And all of this is eating at him. You go, you lie, you cheat, you steal, and mm-hmm. you, know, you come home and everything. 
it's great. And then, you know, like years, months later, sometimes I'll go, oh, no, your husband did this. Mm. He stole money mm. or, yeah, it's, it's a whole problem, a whole situation that develops. And you probably be the same person, like, what did you need the money for? Why would you go and steal or fraudulently acquire money, this much money? What do you need it for? And like deep down you're thinking, but you said this is all of it came to you. Like I did not spend the time of your money, unfortunately. Yo, Simba, that's some um yeah, that's some really deep stuff that you said. <laughs> and I wanna be able to continue this conversation, but we need to like wind down. And I just wanna ask you like some parting shots. Like what would you what do you wanna to say to your fellow dudes out there, men? And, you know, maybe even the women. Um, open up. It's okay to share. It's okay to be vulnerable. Um, let's not laugh at people who do decide to be vulnerable around you. And, you know, tell them that their problem, whatever they're going through, isn't okay, isn't enough. And try to give them perspective and tell them, no, there's worse going on. Maybe just accept that even if someone comes to you and says, oh, I have too much money, I don't know where as silly as it sounds, you don't know how much that affects someone. Maybe just be nice and just be more accommodating to people when they come with their problems. Okay, let's yeah. be more let's be more accommodating. And the one that's really touched me the most is be graceful. Wow, Simba, it's been mind blowing for me. I really want to see the world that you live in. I need to spend a day with you. It's been so interesting. Thank you so much for coming through and, and sharing and adding your voice. Absolutely. <laughs> Remember to follow Tando channel, like and share your comments with us. Episodes will be uploaded on Spotify and you can download the podcast episodes at any time. Help us spread the word.